0: yes are you ready to go sure well tell, tell me about your involvement with the ufw how f- how far back does it go
1: oh boy I I've been working with them uh, for between 30 and 40 years uh, Caesar uh, Chavez got me to do it back at the beginning and uh, I uh, I grew up down in Brownsville, Texas, which is in the Lower Rio Grande Valley, and and I spoke Spanish before I spoke English, and wow. and
0: I'm identified with, uh, you know, with the Mexicans. Really, wow. Yeah. So did you did you grow up kind of did you grow up in the barrio over there, or is it just because Spanish was all no. around you?
1: No, it's all, it was just all around. Uh, uh, most of the workers down there uh a lot of them just swam the river <laughs> over. but uh but uh, I identified with it, and then later, when uh uh Cesar Chavez uh asked me to do some some work uh for them uh i was I was anxious to do it.
0: Was this in the at just like at the dawn of the of the UFW when it just far started in the, in, was the 60s 70s or did you yeah know? it
1: was uh, the early 70s mm-hmm. and and I just started performing myself but uh, Cedar was up at the house and we got pretty close.
0: Right on. So, uh, well, let me see how how do you guys meet? I mean, as far as like were you just you were performing in the area, and then he was coming in, and you just you just kind of I into him? I
1: really don't know. I I I, uh, I think maybe I'd sung some Mexican songs or something. I don't know why they but they uh, they contacted me, mm-hmm. and uh, and I was anxious to work for him.
0: What about Dolores Huerta? Did you did you uh, meet Dolores back then too?
1: uh no really? that I tell you uh at my age now <laughs> I'm <laughs> 75, and and my memory is really uh <clears throat> not the best uh,
0: okay that's okay um have you ever marched with the u f w and the in some of the uh the protests and stuff
1: I think it was in California i have vague memories of uh, ne- never, never for a long time because it was always while I was working.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, but I did on some of their marches.
0: Now you're you're a, a rare liberal voice in in a genre of of music. You know, country. You know that traditionally skews more like conservative views. Have you ever encountered any heat for speaking your mind, getting involved with like a, like the UFW?
1: Yeah, but it's never stopped me. You know, it's never been to a, to the point of. I've had uh, I've had some people to uh, voice objections to to stands I was making on on uh, different military things that we've been involved in. It's never stopped me from doing anything.
0: It's kind of switching gears a little bit. You you seem to have become very close in recent years to to with Merle Haggard. Uh-huh. Uh, you guys were over there at the Greek, and that was a really great show. I read a lot of stuff about it. And uh, uh-huh. how de- how deep is your friendship?
1: Oh, uh, it's uh, I, I I got that. Merle is it was a hero of mine before I ever ever met him, and ever since I met him, he's been one of my closest friends. It's one of the best parts of my life, really, That that these guys who who I idolized like him and Willie. Nelson and Johnny Cash, you know, got to be very close with me. But Merle, I think, is like Hank Williams, you know, or uh, Woody Guthrie. He's just one of the classic people of of, of our kind of music.
0: This last tour that you guys did together, was there anything that you learned about uh, working with Merle on this last tour that kind of surprised you that maybe you didn't know before?
1: Well... We It wasn't the first time we'd worked together. To me, it's just, uh, well, I was surprised if, uh, when I first got to know Merle to find how how uh, broad-minded that guy was who wrote uh, Okie from the Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> and and that, he, that we really were a lot more alike than ever different. And uh, I think we both have... Have so much uh, respect for each other, but but also just just playing, we just get along.
0: Now, now you yourself, I mean, some a lot of music historians when they mention though know, some of the greatest, greatest songwriters in American music history, you know, and pop and country and everything, you are mentioned in in, in the same breath as Merlin. Uh, how does yeah, it how well, does it feel now?
1: Well. As, as an artist, there's no comparison between the two of us. You know, it's like, it's like Hank Williams is somebody. I'm really uh, kind of amazed when I reflect on the the people I have been close to that, it, that were my heroes, like Johnny Cash and Waylon and Willie, you know, and Roger Miller, the guys who, who were... Just my heroes and the people I I respected so much have turned out to be really my closest friends, so yeah. it's been a great life. One, two, three, four... <laughs>
2: Platin' batten roof, Rouge Heading for the train Feeling nearly faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed the diesel down Just before it rained Took us all the way to New Orleans Pull my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was growing sad while Bobby sang the blue. With them windshield wipers slapping time, and Bobby clapping hands, we finally sang up every song and Driver knew. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing ain't worth nothing but it's free Feeling good was easy, Lord, when Bobby sang the blue. Feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee. the coal mines of Kentucky to the California sun, Bobby shared the secrets of my soul. Standing right beside me, Lord, through everything I'd done, every night she kept me from the cold. Then somewhere near Selena's Lord I'll let her slip away Looking for the home I hope she'll find And I've strayed all my tomorrows for a single yesterday Holding Bobby's body next to mine Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing ain't worth nothing, but it's free Feeling good was easy, Lord, well, Bobby sang the blues Feeling good was good enough for me Good enough for me and Bobby McGee. La la la, la la la, la la la. la, la me and Bobby McGee. La la la. la, 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 la
0: You visit Bakersfield a lot since you have been friends with Merle, but did you visit with Buck Owens when he was alive?
1: Uh, no. I I, uh, I always respected Buck Owens and liked his singing and everything, but but I was at the beginning of my career then, and somehow we didn't come across each other.
0: Is there any kind of new music you're listening to? Is there anything uh, that, that kind of catches your ear? No. there is. No. <laughs>
1: I, I I have to I have to admit I'm pretty lazy when it comes to that. Like when I'm working, uh-huh. I I'm pretty much just involved in
0: my own. What about any any performers that that come across? Because I'm sure a lot of people come up to well, you and they say that you know you're their idol and stuff. Is there anybody that kind of like ah this, this kid ain't bad?
1: Well, uh, you know my memory is so bad that I can't even i uh, tell you the names of the people that I do feel that way about. My my big heroes are still the old guys like
0: Bob Dylan, you know. What about working with Los Lobos? Because they're going to be appearing at the show with you. I assume you know those guys. Oh, well. yeah.
1: Well, I, I'm just pleased that they've been doing so well. Because I, I can remember uh, the first times we played with a long time ago. And I've always loved, loved uh, Mexican music because I grew up down there, you know.
0: My earliest memory of you is probably, when my parents, we all went to the movies and I saw A Star Is Born. I was probably just a, I was about, I don't know, seven years old. And, <laughs> and throughout, throughout the years, you know, you've you popped up in everything. I mean, you, when I look back at all the stuff that you've done, the just the just the just enorm, the enormous body of work, you know, to me it seems like you've had by far one of the best entertainment careers ever because you've been able to jump from music into movies, into everything. I mean, you... You just—you've always well, been around, yeah. <laughs> I
1: have to look at it as, as a blessing, you know, because because uh, I'm I'm aware of my limits as a as a singer. You know, uh, the fact that I can make a living singing is is pretty amazing. Like like my good friends uh, Willie and Waylon and all those guys and had great voices, you know. Uh, I I have no illusions about what I sound like, but I'm beginning to accept, accept the fact that I belong in your company, or or I wouldn't wouldn't be offered that opportunity. <laughs> you know, and uh, and to me, though, still Merle Haggard, Willie Nelson are uh, those guys are in a class by themselves, and I'm just grateful that we're as close as we are
0: Yeah, because yeah, they're the best friends i got kids nowadays over the past uh past decade or so they were introduced to you by watching you in blade you know yeah those movies are shown all the time do you get recognized for a lot of those roles because you, you, you show up in a lot of action films <laughs>
1: yeah well uh yeah i think uh the movies have helped me uh get audiences to come, uh, listen to the songs, you know?
0: Do you consider yourself, like, really confident and be able to jump into all these different things? Because uh, some of the people that you've worked with in some of the different projects, from the movies into the music and songwriting, are you? do you feel like you've always been really confident, or are you just kind of like a thrill-seeker and you just want to try these things?
1: Well, you know, someone, I I. I don't know if uh, I would say confident, but, uh, uh, I've not been cocky about it. <laughs> 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 but the, uh uh so far it's always worked i i just am real grateful you know given the natural tools that i got i'm i'm pretty amazed that i've been able to do all these things and and i just feel grateful i i hate to really get into it too deeply <laughs> cuz <'cause I'm, laughs> i might jinx it you know no. But but so far, uh, like, like I said, I'm 75, you know, and I look at it all with uh, with wonder.
0: Beautiful. Well, oh, thank you so much, uh, Chris. I really appreciate it. It's an honor speaking with you. Like I said, I grew up uh, watching you in the movies and and of course oh, the great. music and uh, and just thank you so much for being a part of the uh, of the UFW's 50th anniversary. Well, we'll I hope uh, with... I hope I see you when we work there. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Well, we'll see you, uh, in a couple weeks. Okay. All right. Take care. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye.
2: Well, I woke up Sunday morning with No way to hold my head, that didn't hurt And the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad So I had one more for dessert I fumbled through my closet for my clothes and found my cleanest, dirty shirt. And I washed my face and combed my hair and stumbled down the stairs to meet the day. I'd smoked my brain the night before on cigarettes and songs that I'd been picking. But I lit my first and watched a small kid cussing at a can. the empty street and caught the Sunday smell of someone frying chicken and it took me back to something that I'd lost somehow somewhere along the way on the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing, Lord, that I was stoned. There's something in a Sunday makes a body feel alone. There ain't nothing short of dying half as lonesome as the sound. sleeping city sidewalks Sunday morning coming down In the park I saw Daddy with a laughing little girl who he was swinging And I stopped beside a Sunday school. Listen to the song that they were singing And I headed back for home And somewhere far away A lonesome bell was ringing And it echoed through the canyon Like the disappearing dreams of yesterday Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing Lord that I was stoned Oh there's something in a Sunday Makes a body feel alone There ain't nothing short of dying half as lonesome as the
1: sound
2: On the sleeping city sidewalks. Sunday morning coming down On the Sunday morning sidewalk Wishing Lord that I was stoned Something in a Sunday makes your body feel alone There ain't nothing short sure of dying Half as lonesome as the sound On the sleeping city sidewalk morning and down.